You're listening to Sunday Worship at Weddington Methodist Church. Find more ways to worship, fellowship, serve, study, and be supported at weddingtonchurch.org. I invite you to take your Bibles, if you will, and turn to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. The message of Christmas we all love to hear year after year from Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1, where Luke writes, In those days a decree went out from the emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was the governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. She gave birth to her firstborn son, wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people." To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This shall be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. Let us pray. Almighty God, we give you thanks for your holy word, the beautiful story of Christmas. And God, as I stand now before these, your people, for this is your church. I pray that this will be your message and not my own through the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. It's Christmas. It is a holy time. It's a It's just a wonderful season to be together, to be able to join together as brothers and sisters in Christ here in the church to worship and praise our God, to to listen to the children as they lead us in those beautiful songs of Christmas. 
Family gathers together, we enjoy food and fellowship. Our kids are in town and we've been together yesterday as well, spending time celebrating, just laughing and being family. All the the decorations are so beautiful, the lights of Christmas. I had the privilege on Friday of going to Winston-Salem to pick up my mother from Baptist Hospital where she's been about for the last five weeks, having been airlifted there, and now she's home for Christmas. And as we were driving home, it was getting dark, and she was going, wow, I hadn't seen any of the Christmas lights. Oh, the celebration. What a beautiful way to give thanks to God for all that's going on. But it was different back in the days of Joseph and Mary As a matter of fact, they had to take this difficult journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem. And it wasn't the greatest journey. There are a lot of hills that you had to go over. And and instead of getting in our nice, comfortable vehicles, many of them, we have heated seats or cooled seats. And, And my little brother was bragging about his car. It'll massage you as you're going down the road. They didn't have that. They were riding on a donkey and walking. It was a difficult journey. And not only that, Mary was now nine months with child. She could deliver a child at any time. The the journey was hard, but the, the edict had been passed that for a census, for the collection of taxes, you had to go to your hometown. You had to be registered. They make the journey there. And when they get there, it's so crowded. Everyone's having to travel. Everyone's looking for a place to stay. Where in the world can we stay? I remember sometime back when Nancy and I were, were traveling, we were going through the mountains. We thought at this time of year, you don't really need reservations. There'll be places everywhere. And, and we're just kind of riding. We decided it's time to probably find a place to stay. And we stop at the first place, no vacancy. Go to the next place, no vacancy. Go to the third place, there's people standing in line, no vacancy. What's going on? They said, Michael Jackson's in town. Had not calculated that. <laughs> We had to keep riding to find a place. Can you imagine what that would be like after walking so far, so tired, and could deliver a child at any point? Finally, someone, someone had enough mercy to go, you can stay in the barn. You can stay in the stable if you would like to stay there. Now, whether it was an inn like a hotel or whether it was someone's home with the lower area, the lower area is where the cattle would often be kept. Typically, it was a cave type place that the home would be built on top of. And well, you can go there. At least it's dry. At least it's private. Hopefully, it'll be It'll be safe. So that's where they were, and as luck would have it, while you're in the barn, the time came for her to give birth to her child. And she gave birth to the Christ child. She gave birth to a baby boy and named him Jesus. Wrapped him in bands of cloth because that's what you did to help keep the body straight and strong. And they didn't have the crib. Instead, they laid him down in the feeding trough known as a manger. Over the last few weeks, as we've been preparing for Christmas, we've been looking at the messages of the angels. And once again, God will dispatch angels to share this news. An angel is known as a messenger of God. The Greek word is anglos, a messenger of God. And angels are now dispatched with a message from God. But isn't it interesting who they're sent to? Shepherds. 
They were sent to shepherds who were out in the field. Now, Matthew will tell us that later wise men will come, but right now it's shepherds. They're the, they're the actually despised group, typically looked down upon. They often smelled a lot like the sheep they were tending. People didn't like to be around shepherds very much. They were the people that often, you've probably met some of these, I'm just a people. You know, when you talk to them, well, I'm just a whatever it is, not really feeling like I, I count for much. I'm just a whoever. That's the shepherds. They often were the people, instead of the ones being invited, you come up front so you can see what's happening here. They were the people that tried to stay as far back as possible and get a glimpse of what's going on. But they're the very people God said, you've got to see this. You've got to see this. The angel of the Lord appears to them. And I love the way the scripture says the glory of the Lord shone around them. And, and that word glory is actually the word doxa. Doxa. It, it, it's where we get the doxology from when we stand up and we sing praise God from whom all blessings flow. In other words, it wasn't just some bright spotlight. I mean, how else do we do it when we do the plays but to throw a spotlight on the glory of the Lord? No, it meant they were in the presence of God. They were in the sense of the awe of God, the worship of God. I mean, they could just feel God all around them. And so they were scared to death. As a matter of fact, the scripture says they were terrified. But the angel, just like the angel had said to Zechariah when the birth was announced, just like the angel said to Mary, just like Matthew tells us, they say to, to Joseph, the angel says, you don't need to be afraid. I've got some good news for you. Now that good news is the word gospel. So I've got a gospel for you. I've got good news for you. It's a great joy and it's for all of you. It's for every one of you. And here's the message. To you today, a savior has been born. To you today. Your Savior has been born. The Savior, the one who can come and save us from our sins, our brokenness, our relationship with God that might have been broken somehow, the guilt, the shame, whatever it might be to you today, your Savior. He is the Christ. It's God's anointed. He is the Lord. This baby that you're about to see is none other than God himself, God in the manger. Soon there's a multitude of heavenly hosts. They're praising God and they're saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among everybody that, that God favors. And, and then they, they depart and return to heaven and the shepherds are left going, what do we do? And there was only one right answer. Well, let's go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has taken place that God has made known to us. God, for some reason, has revealed this to us. So let's go see what God has done. And when they get there, they find the child. They share the story with Mary and Joseph. And they leave praising God. Wow, the message of the angels to you 
Today, your Savior has been born. It's a beautiful thing. Now, the other day, someone was asking, do you really get nervous at, at Christmas Eve with all the services and everything going on? And, and the truth of the matter is, much like the shepherds, we're terrified. We're all sitting here. We've got our list. Here's this service. Here's the next 25 and, and, and all that's going on. I mean, we want to make sure everything just flows just right. Did everybody get a seat? Did you get a seat? Did you get a seat? Do you have a seat? Everybody good? It's nerve-wracking. And then somebody looked at me the other day and said, I don't know how you do it. How do you stand before a group of people that are coming from all kinds of different things that's happened in their life and share with them a message in about 15 minutes about the birth of the Christ child? And I went, thanks for reminding me. (laughs) You see, for some of us, 2023 has been awesome. For some of us, This year has been one where we brought in the birth of children. As we were looking in the last service, there were so many children there, children here, so many beautiful children leading us in worship. For 23, it's been great for some people. And and, and some have had baptisms and great success in your lives. And and just life is wonderful. For others, 2023, it's been kind of hard. Loss of loved ones, illness, family crisis, whatever it might be. There are some of us here who cannot wait to get to the manger. I cannot wait for Christmas. You know, and I was, I was sharing with somebody the other day. We had this privilege. We have, we have a World War II veteran in the church. And he's now just recently no longer able to come and worship with us here. And he goes, the one thing I regret is that I never actually joined the church. And I wish I could take communion one more time. So this week... We went and took the church to him and he joined the church and we celebrated, you know, communion and, and, and just being able to be together. And, and, and he, they were just talking about, I, I just can't wait to meet Jesus. Now, there are some of us that are excited about it. There are others of us a little bit nervous about coming to the manger scene, coming up to the table. There are some of us that may be here today. It's okay because I remember the days when, well, we're here because this is what our family does. And if we get to eat lunch, we had to come to church. (laughs) Others of us may be hesitant to approach the Christ child because we're thinking, I'm just uh, like the shepherds. I'm I'm just... uh, whoever I may feel like I am. But regardless of who you are and why you're here, I want you to hear the message of the angels. This is to you. This is to you. This is personal to you. God knows who you are. God knows your name and everything about you. God is wanting to be in a relationship. This is to you today. I mean, today. God has loved you so much that that God has come to you. That's what Christmas is all about. And it's today. It's not some time to come way down the road. It's to you today. Your Savior has been born who is Christ the Lord. He's named Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. You know, we get excited about Christmas because we're going to get a lot of Christmas presents. You know, some of us are just so anxious and some of us have been trying to figure out what it is that we're going to get. You want to hear the good news? Whatever you get, nothing will be as great as what God is giving you right here. To you today, your Savior, 
who is Christ the Lord. So I want you to do something with me. I want you to look at somebody near you and say, to you today, your Savior. Ready? To you today, your Savior. And now I want you to think about this and say it to yourself. To me today, my Savior. Will you join me? To me today, my Savior. Well, when the angels left, the shepherd said, what do you think we should do? And there was only one real choice. Let's go experience what God has revealed to us. Let us experience what God has revealed to us.